Your favorite rappers in the news again. Uh, 6ix9ine, Takashi 6ix9ine. Okay. Your boo thing. Shout out to my main snitches and my side snitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what they say? His security guard, his personal security guard. All of them. Uh, uh-huh. uh, all of them? All of them. Mm. Got, um, they about to get in, or did, or about to get indicted due to them, you know, breaking somebody's phone or some shit. Because like you saying, I don't know, what's the name that it was robbery charges? It was some sort of robbery and thuggery involved? Thuggery. And they were posing as police? Thuggery. Yeah. Some nut shit, girl. All right, just, just, just niggas oh, around wow. and in close yeah. proximity of 6 9 Y'all going to jail. For real. So he ain't going to be able to keep it on security in a minute. Okay. Can't do shit. Mm-hmm. Can I do shit with this man? And why would you want to at this point? For real, like... Stay far away. That's that's what the message seemed like to me. Yeah, because you just don't carry no good luck, my nigga. Your, your luck is horrible. But bad juju. Ain't that what they be saying? I just want to know what this nigga concerts and shit is about to look like. Or tours or whatever the fuck he about to call himself doing in the music business to make money. Because who about to come see you? <laughs> For real. I really That's a real question. He, he probably still got a few scraggles. It can't be enough to sell out no real right, right. arena or no real venue with real seating capacity, you know? Then the shit got to be worth the damn risk, <laughs> you know? Right. Joe is liable to get locked up just going in that bitch for the concert. Right. You've done nothing. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... The world's favorite snitch. He's at it, still at it. Hey, what is up? <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to Delicate Dominance Podcast, episode 74. It's Auto and Queen P. I had sorry, I had to take a breath. I'm like, damn, 74. All right. Wow. So because I be having to wonder if I'm gonna be ghetto or not and say 74. Mm-hmm. Or right. pronounce the four. You know. mm-hmm. We both we like 74. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm embracing our black jargon, okay? Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. What phone? Mm-hmm. On phone. All of it. Um, just because I don't know, we know how to take some shit and really take it back and own it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Make it fun. And it's just I'm really starting to like see that and appreciate that more now as a black person and as a black woman. You know? Yeah. And I yeah. just be thinking about a lot of things and a lot of styles and trends and shit like that that I see other races do to copy us, and it just doesn't get looked at the same exact way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we just really know how to take some shit back, and a lot of things that y'all are trying to make cool and trendy on y'all side. White people. <laughs> it's shit that's been going on on this side forever. Right. Yeah. You know, and when you're younger, you don't really grasp the concept and understand it, but like, I don't know. I, 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 I fucks with that. Mm-hmm. We know how to take some shit back and make it our own, but I digress. This is not what this episode is about, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but. Right, a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. How was your week, though? Mm, I had a good week. I had a good week. Um, it is well. Uh, yesterday was you know uh, Bay's birthday, and 
you know, we went out on, we went boating, we you know, boating, just yeah. one of my favorite summer pastimes. Good times! Mm-hmm. It's a very good time. Yeah, so happy birthday to Bay, and Aww. we had a good ass time yesterday. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed myself a lot. For real. I like getting drunk, being on my thought shit. And it's just a good, you know, break from the work and the monotony of having to do things as far as like business wise and just, you know, kind of getting to relax and just take some time out, be outside, you know, because right. being outside is still a relatively new concept in this year and a half that we've been on lockdown. So anytime we are out, it does hit a little different. You know, you feel a little bit more appreciative of getting to do simple things that was shut down for the longest, you know, right. and just seeing and interacting with people, you know. So shout out to the white lady that was on the boat, wanted us to come party with her. Okay. Hey, girl. <laughs> she was so excited to see us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's up, mama? We coming to party with you? What you got on that boat? What's going on in there? All right. What you got? Mm-hmm. And then we, what you got for me? And then when we came back and seen her on the way back, she was acting all uh, brand new and shit. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't know us. Yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, she was sipping her tea with her upper right friend. Right. She like, oh, I don't, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we got to be extra. She's like, oh, you don't know us now, sis? You don't remember us? <laughs> two hours ago. Hey, friend. We her other friends. All right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I definitely had fun with with you and with uh, everyone. It was real cool. Yeah, I did too. Definitely. And shouts out to you and your beau for inviting me. I had a good time as well. It was nice to celebrate. And you know, I'm glad he was able to have a good time on his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, good fun, cute pictures, cute videos. Yeah, like little tools and shit. Definitely, definitely. Let me tell you how funny you are, though. You just did not want to accept the fact that that chicken was gone. Okay, you was not for the shit. Okay, because it was like the two big pans of chicken that we hid or whatever, and it. I was amazed too. Like, damn, where did this chicken go? It was only like eight of us, right? Yeah, right. So. You're like, no, that chicken not gone. The chicken is not gone. You know what I'm saying? It just one, it was just one point of the night, like later on. I was hurt too because the chicken did slap, but I just wanted to just grab you and hold you in my arms. Like, sis, it's gone. It's gone, sis. She she gone, boss. She gone. I know. I know it's hard. I just could not believe Bitches was hungry. You get that liquor in you and you get hungry. You get hungry, okay? I'm like, no, it gotta be another pair. You know, everything is closed early restaurant-wise. You know, we're talking like, at this point, like 12, 1 a.m., no no food is open. Mm. And you don't want to take the time to go get the shit when there's chicken right here, or it was, you know? We thought. I understood your pain. Yeah, but never found it, so I guess it really was gone. I'm I'm like, like, still looking for it. It's gone. The chicken gone, gang. It's gone, folk. He's gone, man. <laughs> but yeah, good time. How was your week? Oh, it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed my time with you, of course, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, work, you know, been going good, been decent. I gave my drunk presentation. So that was cool or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it just beat with me. Like I like to do things and party and then still wake up. And go to work like I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed, like I'm fucking 21, but this not that. Yeah. And you know, it still went over well, but girl. Yeah. And um, shouts out to my homegirl, Nisha. You know, she always has some little get together or whatever, and it's always fire. She had um bottles, backwoods, and bonfires at her house. And um, you know, just 
lit the bonfire in the back and you got to bring clothes that reminded you of your ex not even just clothes but just like things that reminded you of your ex and everything and, you know she's going through like a whole situation or whatever so you know um they just brought things to just burn in the bonfire or whatever and just burn baby burn the bitch burn you know that type of thing mm -hmm. and we just all kind of came through and celebrated and stuff she invited some of her people her pops came through a couple of her homegirls and um had a good time it's cool we had a real good time it was a lot of fun bonfires backwoods and it was, she called it bottles backwards and bonfire oh, uh -huh. <laughs> and, and bitches okay and bitches okay, <laughs> the bitches was out but yeah we had a really 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 good time that's good it was good they had drinks and everything just like kicked it talk shit at a ball yeah she know how to party for sure yeah for sure for sure mm -hmm. wherever i asked i just got to the point where i was like yeah no nah, i'm not going home <laughs> for real i'm like go ahead get bitch give me my blankie you know <laughs> well mommy i'm cold <laughs> like, for real give me my blankie like i'm spending the night at some point, and I'm all the way east, and then I have to come all the way west. Like, no. You have to work? Yeah. So I just end up leaving at, like, 7 a.m. Oh, okay. You may need to work on time. Yeah. Awesome. And um, went to, uh, well, I intended to go to my homegirl, uh, Raquel's pop-up, but this bitch had me fucked up because I had went there, and I told her, I was like, well, you know, if the pop-up ended around 7, I work, but I could try to make it after I get off, you mm -hmm. know? So I end up getting there around six. This bitch didn't packed up and left. Okay. Aww. I call her. I said, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. From my understanding, <laughs> the event didn't end till seven. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> like, where are you? Where, where are you? She's like, I'm turning around right now. I'm like, no, you're not turning around, bitch. What you gonna put your shit back up until seven? You gonna, you gonna re redo your whole table? Like, all right, I'm back. Like, no. <laughs> So we just ended up meeting up with each other and um, going to go see our uh, homeboy, Michael, at um, his boutique and bought a couple of cute little items. I'm not sure how yesterday was from there. Okay. From the boutique and everything. So shouts out cute. to. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to um, Michael, Raquel, all my main bitches, my side bitches, all my uh, folks and shit, Nisha. Had a really good week. Shouts out to you and your loving self. You know, I just yeah, had a had a real good week. Thank you. I'm glad you did. I'm glad I could be part of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get into some fuckery. There's like a lot of it's a little bit of fuckery. Yeah. Um, a lot of lessons to be learned. Um, <laughs> you know, the baby he was uh giving niggas lessons. Okay. This week, you know. Giving niggas L's. For real. A little yes, listen. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, giving lessons and shit this week. Um there was some kids that were what was they doing? Selling candy bars. Them was kids. Them was kids. But <laughs> so just quick backstory or whatever. The kids were selling the candy bars or whatever, whoopy whoop. And you know, he was just kind of inquiring about how much the candy bars would be like for the box or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I guess the kids end up upping the price on his dumb ass and told him, yeah, you can go ahead and get these for 200 mm -hmm. And then one of the other kids like, mm, dog, you kind of sprinkled a little extra on that, you know what I'm saying? But I guess, guess the baby caught himself, you know, being a mathematician and a candy connoisseur because he told the niggas like flat out. Well, he ain't tell them, but he was basically saying on the video, like, nigga, I used to sell candy. I know for a fact that whole box ain't 200 Don't try to play me because, you know, I got money. You know, I'm the baby and, you know, this, this, that, and whatever. Like, don't try to hustle me was his point. So mm -hmm. he ended up 
giving the kids four dollars or whatever and taking the candy bars and dipped off. <clears throat> so you know it was like a mixed crowd and a mixed you know feelings as far as that. Half of them thought like, damn nigga, you weak as hell, you cheap as hell. You could have gave them niggas there, you got it. And another half was like, no, he was right. Don't get hustled just because you got it. Them kids should be doing the right thing, which I agree with both, you know? Right. Same. I agree with, uh, yeah, I agree with both, but I understand what he was doing too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was going to give you shit anyway, you know what I'm saying? But now, <laughs> I'm not giving you nothing, you know what I'm saying? And, and I get that stance too. And that's why I kind of feel like he should have did a happy medium with mm. that and just kind of like hold him at first like man he go photo this nigga this is a lesson learned or whatever and then double back and gave him the money after that because at the mm. end of the day yeah they tried to hustle you and shit but like y'all niggas that you know sold drugs or y'all niggas that did a little shit to kind of make it or whatever that was part of y'all survival skills it ain't really too many people if anybody that then been in any kind of hustle game that ain't had to cut a little corners and did some shit that was, you know, yeah. not the most upstanding and the most honest. So yeah. I get what he was saying in that regard. Don't try to play me. Don't try to hustle me because you know I'm the baby. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, nigga, I'm about to try to get your pockets for whatever the fuck I could get, nigga. You, you out here. I know you got money. You will, uh, the baby. I'm a hustler and I'm about to try to get off, you know. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, them hustling you that way is better than them putting a gun to you and trying to get you that way mm-hmm. or anybody else for that matter mm-hmm. you know right out here robbing and stealing shit like that they could just be doing a whole lot more that's what i'm saying like if you want to teach them a lesson you could have still taught them the lesson but told them you know like damn you know next time you do the x y and z or whatever but here i'm still hook y'all up because y'all are out here grinding mm-hmm. and right. they, they are like they are here grinding but like you know and, and the thing is too Y'all niggas don't have no problem with inflations or getting in these clubs and paying these strippers and doing any other shit that y'all get charged the superstar price for to get what y'all want, you know? Right. So it ain't like you went, don't act like you ain't never had to or never wanted to pay no extra to get into somewhere or do some other shit or use your celebrity privilege or whatever the fuck to get off, even if it meant stepping on a regular Joe Schmo, you know, right. mm-hmm. so that'd be my thing. Like you, you was trying to have this moral ground and this moral compass and shit like that. Like you ain't never been in that position. That was my only thing. Like you know, get them little niggas that money and shit. You ain't about to miss no two hundred dollars. That was my whole thing. And I get the whole hustle shit or whatever. Teach them the lesson, but still give them the little money. Shit. Right. Fuck. Right. And then the thing is that the money they all splitting it or whatever, and it's going towards their full cause. You know, don't let just the one nigga. Fuck it up for everybody, cause it ain't like you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was just one nigga trying to get off on your dumb ass, and like, hey, that's life. That's really life. Like you ain't never try to get off on no nigga. Like that's just how the game go. Uh, Soldier boy, you seen Soldier boy? Uh uh-uh, uh, what Soldier boy say? Soldier boy um, went and using finger quotes here. Seen the kid on the street, like, hey, how much is all this candy right here? The kid like twenty dollars. So then he peel off a whole bank roll and give it to him. And then, like, I don't know, you keep the candy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I missed that. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, it's, it's staged as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, he soldier boy. But he was on his, I'm, I'm going to show you how to really. Yeah, the first rapper in the hood give a nigga a bank roll and let him keep the candy. And let him keep the candy, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you had to really show love to the kids. Mm. But it was similar with Big Mail and the whole water situation with the kids, and he gave them the twenty dollars and shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, in that situation, 
it's kind of, it was different because them kids wasn't trying to hustle Meek Mill. Meek Mill just gave what he wanted to give, you know? And it's your money and it's well within your right to give what you want to give and what you see fit. Mm -hmm. But you got to know that with your status, your money, your who you are as a person, you're going to be given some sort of backlash because of that. You got to be prepared for that. Y'all niggas blow money. Y'all throwing money in the air at strip clubs. Y'all throwing money. Y'all, y'all. This nigga Kodak was fucking literally flushing money down the toilet the other week. <laughs> this nigga was throwing money out on a boat into the water. Y'all fuck over y'all money as repping. And even, you know what I'm saying? Not even just doing, even if y'all not doing just careless shit like that, y'all fuck over y'all money in other ways. So to see anything in regards to charity that y'all acting light on right. when it comes to spending, you're going to look crazy in right. any regard. It mm -hmm. don't even matter what's going on. Mm -hmm. Any regard, you're going to look crazy. Because y'all throwing money away. For real. Literally. Y'all literally throw money the fuck away. <laughs> so that's just my thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I get the lesson that was trying to that you was trying to give, but nigga, fuck out of here. Get him next two dollars. <laughs> Bye. You look crazy, but DJ Envy was kind of discussing something kind of similar to that as far as you having money and you having it and giving it or whatever they had talked about on the breakfast club you know he had his car show mm -hmm. a few weeks back and uh one of the callers had called in saying that basically she bought like eight tickets and was trying to get a refund and she had been hitting them up uh like an adm and you know sitting breakfast club and dj envy you know messages in regards to getting a refund because she didn't get to make the car show because they canceled the flight so Charlamagne was kind of like on his ass sort of like that. She was like, he's like, I don't even know what's going on. I just want Envy to spend some money. So we're going to get you your refund, sis. You know, just kind of joking around or whatever. But, you know, when we talk about like stars and celebrities and things like that and what they can give, it's always going to look a certain way if you appear to be acting any sort of like frugal or funny like with the money. Like in DJ Envy's situation, I did understand where he was coming from because, you know, like he said, if you go on any like you know baseball game, basketball game, um, you know whatever concert, festival, whatever, and you miss your flight or something happened to where you can't make the event, then you just eat that cost. You take mm -hmm. that L, you know. So I just thought that was very interesting, and you know, just because she called and put him on blast and shit, he's talking about he gonna work with her to get her her refund, you know. Mm -hmm. We'll see if he actually do it. Exactly. But yeah, he don't owe her that at all. I think that's really stand up ish for him to acknowledge, like, well, damn, yeah, since you put me on blast, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, there's some bullshit. Mm hmm. That's what I'm shit. It's, it's, it's just kind of, it's a survival thing out here, you know? Like, you, she probably would have never even halfway saw that money because, you know, like, she, she alluded to that too. Like, they don't see no DMs. They get thousands of DMs, each of them individually, and the Breakfast Club as a, Mm -hmm. its own brand you know per day they ain't looking at each and every one and you know shit like that so she probably would have never got that refund she just happened to have got through on the line mm -hmm. on this day so shout out to her and shit definitely shout out to her and made it happen shit you you, you don't know if you don't try i guess mm -hmm. she succeeded so yeah um okay so let's keep it on a uh, oh no wait Ooh, we were just talking about a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before we go any further, you know, let's, um, you know, I guess we're going to do a, a moment of silence for Frankie, um, Keisha Cole's mom passed away, y'all. Uh, yeah, yep. On her actual birthday. On her birthday? Yeah. It's her oh. birthday. You know, they had broke oh. the news and everything. I'm just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You, thinking about Frankie and shit. Frankie was that one. She was that mama, okay? Mm-hmm. She was that mama that, uh, Came out to this bitch and it was the the the, the celebrity mom. That was Keisha called Mama. Like Frankie had became her own brand, her own name. You know what I'm right. saying? And before that, Mama D and before you know uh, Jim Jones' mama and shit like that. Before we just fucked with um stars' moms like that. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't the first one, but you know as far as that reality TV type thing go, you know. Yeah. But yeah. yep, she apparently um passed away today, and it is so fucking sad. I'm like, damn, not Frankie. Yeah, I messed up. But really messed up. Yeah, I don't want to really get all off into like you know the specific details and everything. But you know she was you know struggling with you know certain battles and things like that, and she passed on today. So definitely want to give prayers to Keisha Cole and you know they whole family, yeah. and just hope that they're able to just find some strength because that's horrible. Yeah. So definitely sending love, blessings, positive energy, and everything they way. Uh, definitely quick moment of silence for Frankie. Yeah. So sad. It is. It's very sad, but I'm just like the same thing and same thing. Another legend, Biz Marquis. Yeah, he passed, passed on, on too. Fifty-seven years old. Mm. Passed um, complications from diabetes. Mm. He said fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy because, like, you know, they would talk about it online. Like when you think about ages like that, like 47, 57, they seem so big when you're in your twenties. But like the older you get, like, damn, that's hella young. Right. Fifty-seven is hella young. So, you know, rest in peace to uh, Bez Marquis as well. Quick moment of silence for him too. Definitely rest in peace and love and prayers to his family also. We're losing so many people. Man. Right? And we had had like a couple of weeks, like a you know, a good mm-hmm. month at least, that it wasn't super notable. That, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, it was. It, it, and, you know, like people die every day, but it's just like we, we had a little small time to where it was just like, all right, kind of let up off of us. But just be like, damn. Yeah, I had, I didn't notice until I watched the uh, BET Awards and they had stayed all of them people that died. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, damn. MF Doom, Eric Jerome, Dickey. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't know none of these people was dead. And MF Doom had actually passed like a few months before they had even right, his right. death. Yeah. Oh, they, oh really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But yeah, um... Some more craziness. Uh, Lil, I'm about to say Young Dirk. Lil Dirk um, and his girlfriend house got broken into and they had to bust back in. Okay, they had to let the things ring. You know? Um, Yes. That's what it is, you know what I'm saying? And I was just listening to 
I think it was, I want to say it was Boosie. I was just listening to, to Boosie. He had an interview with Vlad, and he was just basically saying, you know, move out the hood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because um, move out the hood and go somewhere else because that's where your, your options in the hood. All right. And nine times out of ten, niggas ain't got the means, the money, the time, or they don't give that much of a fuck to catch a plane to where you at. Right. And figure out how to get into your house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. But um, these niggas try, apparently. Yeah. And the scariest part about that is, you know, Dirk, of course, lives in a closed-off gated community. And these motherfuckers didn't even get in through the gate. They didn't even find a way to climb over the gate, to break the code, to sneak in through the gate. These niggas came, apparently, through the woods, bitch. Mm. Through the woods. That's determination right there. But... Yeah, I just really want him to stay safe and be safe and just hopefully, I don't know if he's going to move or anything at this point, but just hopefully he can just stay out of shit and stay out of trouble and just not fall victim to what we see so often, you know? Right. But I do want to send a quick shout out to India because if if that's my man and I'm going to stick beside him was a person, <laughs> that's mine. Okay, honey? That's she. For real. Apparently the story goes... Dirk passed her the thing, and she let them choppers ring off too. Like dude, they was in that bitch like Tony Montana, like as, you know, some Bonnie and Clyde type shit. Okay, come on, India. I was like, okay, Dirk taught you how to shoot. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real, I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> for real, but seriously, all jokes aside, you know, I'm glad that they both got out of that situation unharmed. But it's definitely a wake up call to. You fuck that house. You, you may have to go ahead and make that move again and just be a little bit more low key and as far as where you lay in your head, you know? Because somebody found a way to find where you were. I don't feel like this was a random break in. Right. You know, especially since, according to the quote unquote neighbors, they never had a situation like this. So these motherfuckers was after you. I don't know if this was just a regular robbery type thing, you know? Right. Little Dirk got a face tattoo now. Can't tell what it say. You see it on his eyebrow. He had that. He had that for a minute. Oh, uh, I, I always remember him looking like this, like a little kid. Yeah, he had that little thing. Those cute little eyes. <laughs> but little um, droopy eyes. Yeah, like that. just dirt. Oh my goodness! Get to safety. Get to safety. Damn. They just all over him, like. Yeah. We wish you uh nothing but well wishes and peace over here, Dirk. For sure. Because sheesh. They ain't letting up. Yeah. I mean, you gotta stop perpetuating that type of music though. You know what I'm saying? Inviting that kind of energy in. Cause you're putting that energy out. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, hopefully everything goes good. Better, yeah. everything turns around. Just basically, hopefully, he just stays safe. You know, yeah. just watch his back, watch his front, watch his sides, watch everybody, watch the niggas you around, mm-hmm. watch you know your business. You know, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So, um, so we um. Want to talk about 
Meg the Stallion. Yes, come on, Meg. They give her her props and her uh, flowers. And okay, talk about good news. Mm-hmm. Some good news. Good news. Yes, so, our beloved Stally did grace mm-hmm. the covers of Sports Illustrated. Looking good. Mm-hmm. Looking hot. Looking scrumptious. Uh-huh. She always does. Yes. And um, I want to say she the first rapper or the first black female rapper to mm. be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So, mm. so, so I heard her making, you know, history and breaking yeah. those barriers and things. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. She looks so pretty. Yeah, she looks good. She do. She really does. And she just really is doing. Oh, my goodness. She's really just doing her thing out here. Yeah. And I'm all for anybody that, you know, is body positive and not afraid and ashamed to be in their own skin, you know? Because right. a lot of times I just be feeling like they want women, especially black women, to not like themselves so bad. You know, like when we were talking yeah. about the whole Coyle Ray situation and they make fun of her about being small and, you know, being petite and just basically saying things like, oh, she needs some ass, she needs titties and shit like that. No, she needs to be her. Right. And she needs to embrace and be happy with What's herself in her own skin. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, let's try to normalize mm-hmm. that shit. Even though I get tired of hearing people say, let's normalize shit, but let's normalize being comfortable and being happy with yourself as you are. Right. You know? Yeah. Instead of just medically enhancing and altering and nitpicking and doing this, this, that, and whatever to yourself, let's normalize and embrace flaws. You know? Right. I'm yeah. all for body positivity. So I love that. I love that she's not the skinny stick figure sports illustrated normal face and body that we see so mm-hmm. definitely shot nor is she the balloon balloon booty you know right i mean i know it she has mass back there now I don't no know. i mean she it's, not, it's not the the fake you know oh, right, right right yeah yeah natural body yeah you know yeah. and um i mean and not that they would put that on sports illustrated but still you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I just, I think, I think real bodies is on their way back. Didn't we talk about that? Yeah, we did. But I thought, I think it would be so soon though. But I think they on their way back. And, and, you know, I think we had that conversation kind of mixed in with like trendy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shit that's trendy. You know how we were talking about trendy things versus timeless things Mm -hmm. and how shit don't sometimes age well, where it could be books, music, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause, um, I've had this conversation probably a thousand times over in different various ways. You know, I had these conversations with the people in my book club in regards to books. I've had these conversations, I know for a fact with you, with like um, bodies and things like that. I've had a conversation in regards to clothes with my other homegirl. Those timeless things that just don't ever go, on, go out of style. Right. And just like living yourself and living your body is just one of those things, you know? Right. Like, you know how some shit just don't age well? Mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of people will get to a point to where they'll regret making the decision to alter their body. Mm-hmm. And we're even seeing that now. I don't know if it was, um, I cannot remember which Instagram girl posted her journey as far as getting her BBL and everything kind of, mm-hmm. well, she got the um, ass shots removed and, you know, regretted getting the BBL and everything. But she, she did get like the hips and ass removed and was kind of getting back to her normal body. You know, even mm-hmm. K-Michelle. Even though she kind of did a 360 on her face, but uh-huh. 
she, you know, discussed having her ass shots and things removed. So, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, when you're here for the moment, that's what it be. It be a moment, yeah. you know, and doing shit for the moment. So, you know, I am happy to see that. And it's not ever to ever, ever, ever knock anybody that wants to, you know, do things to themselves. It's your prerogative. But doing that for yourself because you want to see something within yourself is different than just self-hate or different from social media and just pressures from people, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're doing it for a reason, they're like, you know, I love my body, but if I could just get, you know what I'm saying? Like say you a bitch that dropped a hundred and something pounds and you wanted to get the skin off or whatever, that sort of thing. Or, you know what I'm saying? Even if you want to do any kind of like body enhancements because you yourself have just always wanted this and you've made a decision. Like, yeah, when I get older and I get the money, I am going to do this because I want this and I've tried to work to get it, but it's just not happening for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So in that sort of regard, yes, but it's just y'all throwing up shit to... Which I'm just going to get my body done. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just throwing that shit out like you want to go pick up coffee. Right. And it's just right. like, you know, and it's really just all based on societal pressures. You know? Yeah. That's what we're talking about as far as loving yourself and being comfortable with yourself and being comfortable in your body. Because it just came to a point that we're just getting your body done just was like, it's a thing to do and it's trendy. Mm. And that's just not the essence of who you are or what you wanted. You know? Right. Yeah. That sort of unhealthy shit, but yeah, that's a whole another conversation. It is, but shout out to Megan for gracing the cover, being the first rapper to ever do it. Yes, uh, Sports Illustrated, though. Yeah. Okay, looking good. Um, and let me tell you, that bitch do be working on her body. She be making her posts and her videos and her doing her squats and her lunges and things like that. She had her little hot girl summer booty camp. Thing that she was doing or whatever, so she does make a effort to keep up, you know, herself and keep That's herself good. healthy and things like that. Yeah, so I do appreciate that, and and uh, her work does really pay off in it shows because her shape is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yes. Um, all right, so we're gonna switch gears all the way and um. Talk about this thing called accountability. And Woo! we'll I'll talk about it in a few specific um, instances that seem kind of loosely related. But um, so you you want to sh- talk about that video that you shared with me? So, yeah. Let's talk about white accountability. Mm-hmm. So there was a video posted of a young lady you know she was the star um she was um uh Mize or Mose I forget the, her nickname or whatever from a uh, Nes Declassified School Survival Guide it was a Nickelodeon show came on like you know back in like the early 2000s mm-hmm. or whatever and it was basically just black TikTok creators doing what black TikTok creators do, which is make up dances for you white motherfuckers to steal and try to make it y'all own. But that's a whole nother conversation as well. And she basically was just making fun of them and um, basically saying like, oh, are we okay? Because uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and kind of start mocking the dancers or whatever. And I want to 
get her full name oh. real quick. <laughs> Give it to the man. Lindsay Shaw. Yep. Lindsay Shaw is her fucking name. Don't know what the fuck she's doing now other than hating on black folks. But <laughs> she decided that she wanted to mock them and ask, what the fuck are we doing? Are we okay? Or whatever like that. And here's the thing. Even if it's not racially charged, even though, especially in this climate, it does feel that way. First of all, bitch, let's mind your business. Let's start there. Mind your white business and let us worry about black business. You don't even have a reason to worry about what the fuck is going on because, bitch, you're trying to be funny, first of all, because you know what the fuck they're doing. They did TikTok have been a thing for years now. You're seeing them on TikTok. You're seeing them do dances. That's what the fuck the kids are doing. So don't ask what the fuck are we doing or what are we doing in a condescending way trying to be funny. Bitch, stop playing with us. You know what I'm saying? Sick of that shit. So you making fun of black creators doing dances, making up dances when half of the dances that black creators have made, your people, the colonizers, <laughs> have fucking stole and tried to make it y'all own, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I said we know how to take shit back and we know how to make it our own and make, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. y'all have a history. Y'all, what, folks? <laughs> have a history of taking shit and when we do it it's labeled as ghetto and you know in a negative light but when y'all do it it's seen as trendy and classy right. and, and, and groundbreaking you know what i'm saying <laughs> from the do-rags to y'all raggedy bitches wearing dreads to box braids i'm talking to you nikita dragon the fuck <laughs> like it, it, all of that so she's making fun of these black creators or whatever and you know on her little page or whatever i don't know if she was on her instagram or tiktok you know, making fun of them or whatever. But basically, the commenters do what the commenters do. They got in her ass. Right. Then two seconds later, you want to come crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You want to come back crying and shit after everybody getting your ass and in your comments, popping shit. And basically letting you know, like, bitch, what? You know? Right. And you want to come back yeah. crying. And, oh, this, this hate has to stop. Oh, my God. Right. When you was just hating on these children these are kids you know yeah. you were just hating on these kids but now that we get in your ass and all of a sudden the hate got to stop but you was just hating 10 seconds ago stop playing with me bitch and then you want to sit there and cry these white crocodile tears we we sick of it we sick of it we sick of y'all motherfuckers wanting to throw the rock and hide your hand you right. know yeah 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 because it's just It's just the immediate after, you know what I'm saying, not wanting to take ownership for what you did. You know what I'm saying? You automatically slip into that victim thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you made somebody a victim, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But now that you are the victim of what you made somebody else, it's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's unacceptable. You can't deal with the consequences. You know, you can't take accountability for your actions. Like it's fucking weird that you that you have that space where you can do that. You know what I mean? And what I need y'all to understand too is that these whole ass tears and woe is me sorrow, that shit just ain't flying no more. That shit just not gonna work. Mm. But at the end of the day, we laughing at you. If you want to sit up here and cry and play victim and shit after you've pretty much victimized these kids and wanting to make fun of them and posting that sort of bullshit ass rhetoric on your account to tease these kids and have these kids be made fun of as well because of course when you post a video it would be comments in regards to what you posted right you know that if you make a certain video it's going to be comments saying disparaging things about these black kids right 
You know, that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. You wanted them to be teased. You wanted to get a laugh at their expense. Right. That was your whole that was your whole thing for doing this. Stick. You know, so yeah, just, you, you, when you didn't get the response you wanted, now you want to cry. Mm-hmm. Which is like, which is so funny. Like the um, the lady, you know, she was she was actually the donkey of the day. You know, um, another Karen, oh, unfortunately. Shit. And I hate to just you know what I'm saying label them, but this this specific group, y'all are kind of just uh, you know what I'm saying the way that y'all operate. You know. And it's not, well, this is not to say all white women at all. You know what I'm saying? But it's a specific mindset of a few of y'all, a couple more than a few of y'all. And it's kind of disgusting. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't, probably ain't y'all fault. It's the conditioning of America. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What they did. But it's, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it looks, it makes us look like we're being strong, but technically it's just, them not being an adult, right? You know, so talk a little more, give a little bit more context with um, Miss Pink Panties oh. and um, the Victoria's Secret store. So, this lady and the lady actually, I don't even they don't even know what to call her, I don't know what to call her African American, African, whatever. They say she's Nigerian, she sounds very um, hood though. She don't, you know, she doesn't sound you know, African, she sounds like she's been in in the hood for a few years, you know? Um, They're at this very affluent mall, is what they keep saying, very affluent mall in New Jersey. And the video comes on with, um, you know, you can't can't see the lady, but you can hear her, you know, you you know, you can hear her, she's holding the phone. And then, what, did you get the the, uh, white lady's name? Karen. Karen. Yep, that's her name. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and Basically, as the video is coming on, you can see Karen lunging at this African-American woman. You can clearly see it. Biggest day. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she um, lunges for her. And and the, the lady is so the black lady is so funny, though, because she, you know, she she's really humored by what's going on. She's like, oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Girl. To me, like <laughs> me, like you lunged at me. You just tried to hit me, and then immediately, when the lady finds out after she, you know, what I'm saying, tried to, I don't know if she tried to hit her or grab her phone. The, the lady said she tried to hit her. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it was, it was very aggressive. I it just, was. I, I don't approve. <laughs> it, it was when she found out that she was being recorded. She immediately broke down into tears. Like immediately, I broke down into tears. Like. I just, like, she threw her clothes, threw the clothes, like, oh, my God, you know, and just immediately broke down in tears. She fake fainted. So dramatic. Um, And then she had a, a fucking two-year-old tantrum shaking and pointing at the lady tell, saying, tell her to stop recording me. Tell her to stop recording me. Like, who, first of, who's, who are you talking to? Who's the authority? You know what I'm saying? You're an adult, ma'am. Like, you're an adult. Walk away from the situation. And the more sad part is the people standing around and the people that work at the Victoria's Secret. Like, ma'am, just walk away from her. This bitch just tried to attack me. What right. the fuck is y'all talking about? And I'm not even walking up on her. I'm not walking toward her. I'm just literally recording her for my safety, essentially. Yeah, okay. To, to, to cover my ass. Because that you 
raggedy ass motherfuckers who are clearly witnesses to what's going on, not going to do anything to step up and speak on my behalf. This is what I have to do. So yes, I'm going to record the fuck out of you, ma'am. And I'm posting it online. So I guess yeah. she she probably saw her job and her life flash before her eyes. Like, bitch, you're getting posted. It's going viral. And we're about to be on our expose these Karens type shit. But you, you thought you was going to just hit me and it was just going to be like swept under the rug. That's exactly. the crazy part. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you changed. It's like you changed who the fuck you was right. once you found out that people would see it. Exactly. That's the change from her from being that aggressive to crying, breaking down, really having a tantrum, rolling on the floor, shaking, fake fainting. Like, that shit was insane to see. <laughs> crying these white crocodile tears. And the sick part is if this lady had actually laid hands on this black woman and she retaliated and smacked the fuck out of this bitch, they'd have been hauling her black ass out of there in cuffs. Mm-hmm. But for some strange reason... They could not arrest this white woman. Told her that they can't even escort her out. Not 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 only can we not arrest her, not only are we not going to arrest her, we can't even escort her out of here. She can be here if she wants to. Just simple assault, bitch. At most, you should be arrested. Even if they're going to end up letting you go later, bitch, you should at least be escorted the fuck up out of here yeah. by the authorities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was fucked up. And you really see, like... You really see that they don't treat us the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if that what it happened to us, and it was a the shoe was on the other foot, and all you would you don't it don't even need to be recorded. You know what I'm saying? It'll be it'll be, it'll be as soon as the police come. She tried to attack that lady. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it'll be everybody speaking up, telling what happened. You know what I'm saying? And the bitch. The lady, the black lady, will automatically be going to jail, mm-hmm. or at least you you leaving the fuck up out that story at least, you know? Yeah, and that's why I like um the news um interview that we were watching with the correspondent and then the um legal representative that they had on there. I forget which station it was. It might have been a New Jersey station. Uh-huh. Um, when the correspondent was asking the woman, um, you know, as far as like legally, was she obligated? to record her and she just kept asking that like was she legally obligated to record it just trying to find some little loophole as to this lady being justified for getting let off and getting a not even a slap on her wrist for this basic simple assault and she just broke it down for her like bitch we got two parties involved and as long as one party is consenting yes she can record this bitch she's 100% well within her right within the state of New Jersey to record her Mm -hmm. and she did absolutely nothing wrong there are no legal issues that will be held against her for recording this woman so what the fuck else you got she's 100% in the wrong and she also made it a point to say that if the shoe was on the other foot this would have went a whole different way you know which it would have so I, I did, you know, like the fact that she was able to legally gather that white bitch that was, I don't even know if she was white or not, whatever, but she was able to legally and very eloquently gather that bitch because she was just asking all of the wrong shit, you know, to me. Because I just feel like in certain situations, it should be a little bit more empathy for the victim, which in this case was the black woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's like it's like we can't be victims, you know? It's, no, it's funny. not funny. It's not really possible for us to be a victim. We was just talking about the t- listen. <laughs> you triggering me right now, okay? Because these are conversations that I have with people, and they get to be so fucking triggering. And I've had this conversation with a white woman as well. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I talked to you know my home girl who is you know white, and 
I just basically, you know, tell her because she'll ask me things and we kind of ask each other, you know, racially charged questions mm-hmm. as far as, you know, me being black asking her about the white side and her being white asking me about the black side. And I basically told her, like, we as black women, it's like we're not afforded the opportunity to ever be vulnerable or weak or victims or taken care of. It's just like the mm-hmm. strong black woman trope is a real thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's portrayed in the media, it's portrayed in real life. You know, it, it's it's kind of like, you know, we were talking about like adultification, you know, as far as like kids and kids being basically made grown sooner than what they're supposed to. Right. You know, we were talking about like in schools and everything like that, just because of the fact of you being black and coming up in a black neighborhood and you're supposed to be built tough. So you're mm-hmm. treated differently, even when you are a victim. You're not expected to fully be so. Right. You know? Yeah. Man. They still treated the white lady like she was the victim, even though she was the aggressor. Conte. I'm telling you, shit gets deep, baby. It gets deep, honey. And I am just, whoo, my, my heart is, 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 is beating real fast right now because it's so triggering to just hear this sort of shit and, you know, talk about it and everything. And it's be taking me back to certain conversations that I had that just had me emotional. Mm-hmm. Because just as black women, we can't be weakened. We can't afford to be anything other than the quote-unquote strong black woman. And at the same time, we can't be anything else but, and y'all look at us as nothing else but, but we're still aggressive and we still get treated as less feminine for being what y'all making us to be or what right. y'all expect us to be. Right. You know? Yeah. We get defeminized, and, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. all that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Honey, That's true. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. The shit is very heavy. And that video was very triggering. You know, that whole, both of those videos with the sis from making fun of the black TikTokers and Miss Pink Panties Karen. You know, I'm I'm just here to get my panties and my free panties. For real. And you got me in a whole fucking nationwide scandal. And she's like, girl, (laughs) get your ass on. I'm sorry, but the lady just makes it just so much more bearable because of her commentary how she was really just taken aback like clutch my purse oh my god mm-hmm. i can't believe this she just tried to hit me and i girl you crying now like it was perfect it was perfect it was a it was just the perfect amount of rawness and you know what i'm saying she wasn't cruel you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. she wasn't belittling she just telling what's up like really bitch you really hit me and now you're crying you tried to hit me and now you're crying you're upset flabbergasted to say the least uh, uh, like, she, was, she was just taken aback by that <laughs> uh, which leads us on into um another uh instance of this shit not sure if you want to say it's a white woman you know this is just an accountability thing period that's why we're saying it's not gonna be about race per se but I don't it know. is with <laughs> I mean, like, no. <laughs> uh chrissy teigen though i mean she's she don't she she doesn't look like a white woman i'll say that she checks the other box but let me tell you something about when you're just a non-black woman mm, yeah you it's, it's are afforded certain privileges. There's a non-black privilege that you have. You know what I mean? So even if you don't check off the Caucasian box, pussy, you still are afforded more privileges than a fully 100% black woman. So you do fall in the line of privilege, Chrissy Teigen, and I don't want to, you know, see your 
tie tears either. <laughs> you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to see your um, not tie tears. Whatever, whatever <laughs> heritage you are, whatever, Norwegian. They said tie tears. Norwegian, I don't want to see your Norwegian tears, Korean tears. I don't want to see not tie tears. Tears of any other races. Yeah, she here is. today. So the 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 irony of this is that she was put on blast for bullying a white woman. You know, mm-hmm. gotta you gotta put that white woman somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it was a black girl, she was belittling. You wouldn't have gotten this much attention. Hello, and that's just what it is. Hello, um, here but, we are, right back at race. But go ahead. So she um, kind of like trolled on the internet. I think it was like maybe a. You know, a, I don't know. I want. I don't want to say the wrong age, but um, a young white woman. She, you know, antagonized her for marrying in a fifty-year-old man or something like that. You know, it was just basically, um, you know, saying stuff about her and telling her to kill herself and mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying shit like that. Um, just trolling her pretty much, being nasty. And so now that that was brought back up, she's just like, oh, my God. Like, and she, the way that she's talking is like she was, like, taking accountability but still not at the same time. She's like, I'm so sorry for who I was 10 years ago. Girl, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> like, And I'm so hurt at who I was back then. But I apologize for what I did. 10 years ago, but even six months ago, even three months ago. No, bitch, you trying to be like, yeah, this shit old as fuck and y'all need to get over it, but I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And then I hate the whole I'm learning and growing every day stick that they like to throw in there too. Bitch, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. Because yeah, we are always learning and growing every day, but you know basic right from wrong. Oh, yeah. Telling anybody in any capacity to kill themselves is not what's up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it, just not what's up. It's not no just normal ass shit that could be taken any other way than bitch kill yourself. You know, I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, regardless of whether you meant it or not, you telling the person to kill themselves, especially in the climate that we in right now with mental health and people offering themselves for less each day, you know, and a large percentage of that is due to online bullying, bitch, which is what you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, eh. Or this was years ago, though, but still. I mean, and yeah, you know, we can take the online part out and just put bullying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For 10 years ago, I mean, people offering themselves for, for bullying. No, it's still online. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, st- uh, yeah, still online, but even still, bullying being the, you know, epicenter of it. You saying, oh, I'm learning and growing and every day and all sort of shit. I'm just getting tired of hearing that shit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, bitch, you're learning and you're growing. Okay, cool. Bitch, what, 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 n- now what? Not what you want to sit up here and leave, I don't. You want to cry these tight tears and I, I don't. I just ain't got time for it because I just feel like all of this regret and remorse is just becoming just the, the, the I'm sorry's and the you know it's just becoming so fucking just insincere at this point because it's just always feeling like giving me the feeling that you're not really sorry. You just got sorry that you got caught or mm-hmm. got backlash mm-hmm. or getting a negative response because if you would have got that shit off. If you really would have got that shit off, it would really be no I'm sorry is involved right. with all the growing and shit that you call yourself doing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, um, that, that's the thing about the accountability thing. When you get caught with the shit, 
just own up to it. We don't want to hear about how the the how it feels to be caught, how it feels to be on this side of it, and it it just it's so lonely on the couch because everyone canceled me. I just really wish I wasn't canceled. Like, so the fuck what? You cancel people. You you've led the the right uh the path to canceling people. Did you ever think about that? You know what I'm saying? And they don't think. And I'm just noticing a pattern here with all of these situations. A large percentage of this shit can be alleviated if y'all just mind y'all fucking business. Uh-huh. Karen, you in the panty store, get your panties to get the fuck out. Cause you was I'm sure you was doing some shit that ain't have shit to do with you. Okay. Nothing. Ned's declassified, bitch. You watching black TikTokers mind your fucking business. This is black this black if this business. Your, if this ain't your stilo. Yeah, this black business over here. You mind yours. You could have posted and made funny comments about white people goofy shit and just kept it moving. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Tiggin, she wanna marry a fifty year old man, she wanna marry a hundred year old man. Mind your fucking business, right. sis. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Simple. It ain't got shit to do with you, JT. For real. <laughs> that, that's just a uh, just a common denominator amongst a lot of shit. These cans just be up in the business. Be all up in the mix. <laughs> and they wanted to play victim. Like I, I'm just, I, I really get really confused by this. Because <laughs> they can. You know what I'm saying? You see um, the the Karen in the mall. And I really would, I wish I had her name right here. Because I really want to say her name just because she was, you could just see that she really did not want to be known for that, you know. Mm-hmm. You really did. She really didn't want people to know that that was her, you know. It's so funny how it, with all of these people, when they got caught being who they really was, they turned into they melted into the victim. You know what I'm saying? Chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen got caught being a mean girl. That's that's not who you was ten years ago. That's who the fuck you are. Come on. Like you said, you're sorry you got caught. That's who you are. You're sorry that it was put out there like that for the world to see. But that's who you are. Mm-hmm. You maybe, maybe you don't do that no more, but you don't do that no more because you know it'll be damaging to your career. Not because that's not who you are, though. <laughs> I mean, it could be, but it could not be. <laughs> Highly disappointed in John Legend as well, because we about to get on your ass too, sir. <laughs> get your bitch in line. What are you doing while she out on Twitter running a fucking muck? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you not telling her like, damn, sis? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that's the right thing. Or you know, what 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 does he have to say about all of this? You know who she is for real. You know who she is for real. I'm sure he do. But even still, even if you're going to do it in her, you know, for her best interest, like, okay, I know you're a bitch, but maybe not tell the whole world that. You know what I mean? Like, you you just ain't saying shit. Like, what is what is this nigga over here doing? What are you doing? And then they try to do that damage control. Oh, with the puppy. They're John Legend, Chrissy Teigen's uh, puppy Pipper, whatever the fuck they said shit name was, died in her arms. Like, listen, R.I.P. to Pippa, but here's the thing, <laughs> bitch, you still on your ass. You know what I'm saying? That's very sad. And I know y'all try to, you know, slap a little bit of extra on there by saying the puppy died in her arms, and his last <laughs> word was "Remember me" and all this other shit. And his eyes slowly dwindled down and got glassy. And, and then nigga told her, "Promise you'll survive." Yeah, for real. <laughs> Looked in her eyes and said, "Remember who you are." <laughs> shit. Or some Lion King type shit, and it was just as sad as ever. And you know, like I get it, but bitch, you still on your ass. This, this, this is separate from that. So, accountability, <laughs> kind of trying for real. 
So we sorry you you, you, you sorry your puppy passed. That's fucked up. But sis, back to the business at hand. Yeah, so she she wanna she wanna throw uh she wanna throw a party for all the canceled people. Man, that's not how this works. Bitch, stop trying to be fucking innovative when you fuck when you fucked up like this. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the time for that. Shit like that, you can get that type of thing off when you are advocating and you're not a part of the problem. Right. So um I think it was was it um Jason Old Boy from American Briggs. Pie? Jason Briggs. Yeah. Old boy from American Pie. Mm-hmm. He, you know, had sent baby girl a separate message or whatever, kind of apologizing mm-hmm. on some like I don't know if it was on behalf of her, but just apologizing and just kind of showing some empathy towards her and you know he ain't got a dog in this fight you know mm-hmm. that sort of shit is like more so sincere than you want to start a cancel a cancel the cancel culture what the fuck was it what uh-huh. it was a cancel culture a cancer cancel party yeah you cancel want, people party yeah yeah that's more sincere than you trying to club, throw cancel a cancel club yeah trying to throw a cancel club party when you part of the cancel bitch fuck on <laughs> what, what are you talking about what, what are you doing I would just gather all the cancel people. Exactly. It's just like the more and more you open your mouth, the more and more the foot goes in. Bitch. Right. Just Stop shut up. Talking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is John Legend doing? Tell that bitch to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Damn. Y'all niggas be want to assert y'all masculine energy any other time except for when it count. <laughs> the fuck? Right. Yes. Say something. Do something, Jonathan. Nah. John John. Nah. I'm gonna talk, talk to you like like a cousin now, John John. <laughs> Listen, Jonathan, get your bitch together, please. <laughs> Tell us something. Your bitch is running wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your bitch out here running the muck and not giving a fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Silly ass bitch. Yeah, like this goofy ass nigga. Just take your lumps and sit the fuck down for a second. All you got to do is sit down and shut the fuck up for a second or tweet through it. You know what I'm saying? Act like it's normal. You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying, woe with me. You did something wrong. Deal with the consequences. You know what I'm saying? And listen, the thing of it is, accountability is one of the hardest things to do. You know, niggas ain't trying to really take no L's. We get it. We get it. But when you so caught up and you so wrong to the point where there's nothing else you can do, but hold yourself accountable, then that's kind of the end of the road for you, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I get it. It's very, it can be very hard, you know, but since you're learning and growing every day and shit like that, like you proclaim, like you're learning and you're growing, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> learn and grow on that accountability and just don't do shit because you have nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't apologize because there's nothing else to do. Don't apologize because right. you got caught. Don't apologize because you got backlash. Don't apologize because you think it's going to appease the people that's on your ass. Right, right. Apologize and let it be sincere. I'd rather you not say nothing and stand ten toes down on being a bitch (laughs) than give a fake-ass, faux-ass, foo-foo-ass apology. Right. And that's just that on that. Sorry. (laughs) And talk about some ten years ago and this, this, that, or whatever. Niggas don't mind digging up receipts. Okay? (laughs) That's one thing about social media. They will find some shit that you said in 04. And bring it back up like you said it at four oh four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's you know, this accountability shit. Is... And I think the reason why I be so hard on like 
people as far as this because I'm my own worst critic. You know, I be on my own ass and I be saying shit and kind of just saying shit that's just self-deprecating and just talking to myself crazy when a lot of times it's not necessary. So I'm going to put some of that same energy into motherfuckers that I know that's wrong. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I huh. Because they wrong as hell. You want to say, if you never heard it anywhere, Chrissy Teigen, you wrong as hell. Like Ayala say, sit in that. Sit in your shit. You shat. Sit in it. And, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then get up and go about your business. Mark, Victoria's Secret Karen, you wrong as fuck. Bitch, let, let me come in here and get my panties and let me the fuck alone without you trying to hit me. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. you don't feel like cause you don't feel I belong here. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me come in here and do what the fuck I gotta do and you leave me the fuck alone. Sit in your shit. You yeah, you did that. Yeah, it wasn't your proudest moment and they and you they caught it on camera. But you're not gonna cry like a victim about it. Definitely not. You're not. You, you still have to deal with the consequences of your actions. So did the actual police ever show up for that or was it just the mall security or the um I don't know. I wanna say I wanna say they the police came. Yeah, the, the police came. Actual police came? Okay. Yeah. The police came. Even though they couldn't escort her out of the place and do nothing or do nothing at all to the assailant. Right. Because I was going to say, like, if y'all just brought some punk-ass mall security, I just think that's crazy. Because I was driving up um, the service drive or whatever one day. And I can't remember where I was going. It may have been to go and do something. I don't know. But all I see is just fucking state police, regular police, narcs flying past on the freeway, doing like a hundred. So I happened to come up on seven mile and where they ended was at the Captain J's right there. Um, You know, if you're not from Detroit, uh, Captain J's, you know, street on seven mile. I mean, you know, restaurant on seven mile, whatever. And they were coming to get one guy, one man, and arrest him. Because I was looking or whatever. I'm like, damn, you know, some shit must have really went down or whatever. They come dragging this one-ass nigga out, and they had about 10 different cars, whole parking lot swarming, covered in police. Mm. Every police officer that you could think of, every district, people out of their jurisdiction came in for backup. Mm. Guns are blazing, guns drawn for this one man. And my thing is that it wouldn't even matter if he shot this whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if y'all can do that for him, Call the police on this bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That was my whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just, you know, it ain't fair. Unfortunately, it ain't fair. And, you know, there's the shit that we have to deal with daily that affects and shapes our lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers don't want to acknowledge that matters and really do it. All right. <sighs> Oh yeah, I'm. I wash my hands of events. Okay, um, say it's over. Yeah, it's it's fucked up, but you know what I'm saying. We just gotta keep living and get through the shit, and you know what I'm saying. That's why I love just to live in my own little world. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Ain't no Karens in my world. I mean, they are, but they don't have. They don't rule shit in my world. You know what I'm saying. Right. So that's what I try to do. Govern myself. You know. Yep. 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 
And working on us is the first step, right. you know? Working on yourself is definitely always the first step. And it's a good first step, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, did you have something to add to this? No, we can put this puppy to bed. Put her down, put her down. Uh-huh. Wait, uh... Okay, we got a BBW to talk about. Oh, yes, we a do. A BBW mm-hmm, We sure do. And this particular gentleman I met at a previous um, black business owner, Jay Bird's Rotisserie. Uh, and they were there. You know, they have like DJs at the um, restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's like a good sit down type of vibe, you know, just cool, chill, relaxed. And just over in the corner, there was this gentleman there selling handmade beaded jewelry. Mm. And this is a TNR accessories. And I did buy a couple of pieces from this gentleman. Very cute. Um, kind of giving a um, black, chic, matte feel. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got another uh, gold number from them. Um, just basically handmade beaded bracelets. That's not blue. Well, it's it's black and blue, so it's like the little um, yeah. So yeah, the matte part is blue, okay. and then this is like okay. gunmetal steel type situation, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like a matte effect, and I don't have a matte bead. So when I saw these, I just was like, oh, yeah, these are different. They're cute, and I, you know, thought they were really nice. And it looked like it. It doesn't look like any bracelet that I've ever seen before. Yeah, I thought they were dope. And he was just basically showing me how they were like double um strand. Yeah, and they um he uses the um lining that's supposed to be more durable. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've bought certain beads from certain people and like I've put the bitches on and they pop in and fucking beads go flying everywhere or whatever. But these actually look pretty durable. They're all handmade and all made by a black man. Mm-hmm. And they, they're just really beautiful. They look elegant. To me, it kind of screams like, almost like, I don't know, something about the color. And of course, gold. It gave me like Egyptian royalty type mm-hmm. of thing, you know? Yes. And he had a lot of that. He had like the, um, you know, the all seeing eyes, the onks, mm-hmm. um, and just a bunch of beaded um, bracelets, uh, jewelry, um, necklaces, and things like that. So all very nice, beautiful pieces. And he had them just set up real nice, very, you know, sweet and personable and was knowledgeable as far as the uh, beats themselves. And he mm-hmm. just kind of was kicking in and talking to him while I was um, waiting on my food to get ready. And mm-hmm. Just decided to get a couple of items from him, which I am very happy with. Um, gentleman's name is uh, Trace and, uh, or Trey, I'm sorry, <laughs> Trey. At, um, he has a website, www.treyaccessories.store. Um, email is treyaccessories at yahoo.com. He does have an Instagram as well at accessories.tr. And his contact info is on there as well as far as his direct number. So, of course, you can um, always either visit the website or Instagram or DM us if you want a little bit more information and detail. But... Yes, that is our black business owner, TNR Accessories. Oh, wait, is it? See, he got TRA. Oh, so it might be TRX. Wait, nope, it was TR Accessories. Whatever. It's TR. Yes, yeah, TR Accessories. That store. So it's TR Accessories. Okay. 
dot store for the website, TR Accessories for the email at Yahoo, and then it's accessories.tr. Okay. So, yeah, um, beautiful. Like I said, those are really, really pretty. Thank you. And I plan on getting some because they, they look so good. And he does custom pieces as well. So mm -hmm. if you wanted to um, have anything made and, you know, you wanted a specific color or pattern or, you know, shapes in mind, he could definitely do that. And the packaging is really cute yeah. as well. Came in this cute little brown silk bag here. Yeah, that's sharp. And it has his name. Okay. TNR yeah. accessories, handmade jewelry on the front. But I'm a sucker for packaging. So when he put it in this little bag, I was like, oh, wait, it come in that little classy silk crown mini crown, crown roll bag. Exactly. <laughs> Lovely. So uh, shout out to uh to them. Like I said, those this is beautiful. He this ain't nothing he just threw together. That yeah, is really beautiful. Definitely. You said he took his time on with all of his pieces. Mm -hmm. So okay. Um so we're gonna slide into the I wish someone would have told me. Ooh, yes, yes. So this week, um the I wish I would have told I wish someone would have told me is when you drink, woo, don't drink it straight. Okay. Don't uh just you know what I'm saying? I mean everybody takes shots every now and then, you know what I'm saying? But chase that alcohol, and you're going to feel so much better. Even if you just chase it with some ice, because, you know what I'm saying, as you drink, you know, the ice, the alcohol melts the ice um, very fast. Um, that's going to just give you enough of that dilution that you need to not be fucked up so fast, you know. I, I know I'm the type, I've always been the type of drinker, like, I'm drinking to get drunk. Not to get drunk, but to be inebriated. Yeah, get your buzz you know going, for sure. Yeah. So I, I normally I drink fast, you know what I'm saying, because I'm trying to get the the feeling quick, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, you fuck yourself up quick as fuck, you know what I mean. Right. You, you get fucked up quicker, you know, because it, it takes just period with alcohol and just with um with food period. It take about 20 minutes after you eat something or drink something for it to register to actually do something to you, you know? All right. So if you slam and slam and slam, or you, you know what I'm saying? If you, it's still going to take 20 minutes for it to hit you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you, you slam. And by the time the, the, um, you get to roll it after the 20 minutes, you getting hit like you in a Mike Tyson fight. You know what I'm saying? All right. Whereas you mellow it out a little bit with that juice or whatever. Cause I drink hen dog, hen dog, ah. so it need it needs some dilution. You know what I'm saying? It'll smooth you out. You can drink uh, it's fluid and as for as long as you like. You know what I'm saying? As much as you like, and you know, and you'll be straight. You know, it won't get hit like a with the shit like a ton of bricks. Mm. You know, which is what I have found myself doing. Yeah, you know, definitely for sure. And I've been there. A few times myself, you know, we were discussing kind of off air in regards to driving and not really realizing how the fuck you made it to where you had to go. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's very, you know, not a good thing, I'm going to say, to do that. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do because depending upon where you're parting at and where we're from in particular, it would 
be in your best interest to get the fuck on and just not be posted there at certain hours of the night, right. you know, mm-hmm. in my experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, shit, at this point, if I'm the only one that can do it, then I'm the only one that can get the fuck out of here. After this time, I need to be figuring out a way to get there. So I just have to suck it up, honey. Let's go. <laughs> get you some water. Get you some fresh air. Blast your music. Right, Come on, right. let that window down. Get some mm-hmm. air flowing in there. You know, don't cut the heat on. That's my thing. Do not if it's cold. Do not cut that damn heat on. That shit would make you sleepy and drowsy. But yeah, definitely, you want to definitely slow sip, be classy, and you know, we getting older and things like that. So you just don't want to be. No, it's a fucking party. You know what I mean? You just don't want to be that person all the time. You don't want to be that younger either. Right. Y'all, you don't want to be, you know, and if you drink like that, that's how you'll be. And you won't know how you got there, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, wish someone would have told me. Take it it slow. You'll you'll still get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just take your time getting there, you know, because you don't want to crash when you do get there. All right. And I really do wish somebody would have told me that shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, he'll learn that shit the whole week. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Y'all know what to do. Okay. Hit us up on our platforms. Follow us. We've come (laughs) to the Send us an email at delicatedominance at gmail.com. And that's if you want some advice, if you want to cuss us out, you want to talk to us, you need a friend, um, you need to know how to uh, get some A-Lux candles, or maybe you want to fuck with the little candle house as well. Come on. Things of that nature. Um, You can hit us up at Gmail or um, on Instagram where you can send us a DM after you follow us. Um, Dale Don Podcast, D-E-L-D- D-E-L-D-O-M-M-E. And of course, the official Twitter Delicate Dominance page handle is at Delicate Dom Pod. And you can, of course, hit us up, reach out, retweet, like, and share on there as well. There you go. Mm-hmm. So until next time, it's been Otto and Queen P. It's been the Delicate Dominance Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.